it's time for part two of our episode on the silliest diets from around the world. So get ready for another dose of the peculiar as we learn the extent to which some people go in their attempt to lose weight. Welcome to Planet Health. This is the pre-boarding announcement for better health, improved fitness, and easier weight loss. At this time, we're inviting those passengers who want to avoid fad diets, food restriction, and excessive exercise to make your way to the gate. Thank you for your attention. Hello and welcome to Planet Health. I'm Chris Cara, a fitness writer, nutrition coach, and when it comes to this podcast, something of a global explorer. In this podcast, I'm touring the globe in search of the best nutrition, movement, and well-being habits on Earth, and then helping you to implement them into your life. Wherever you're listening in the world, welcome along. I'm pleased you've decided to join me in my virtual airport because today we're back to talking about some strange and silly fad diets from different parts of the planet. Recapping the last episode, we had the sandwich diet from Spain, the air diet from France, and the morning banana diet from Japan. And you can go back to episode 15 if you want to hear more about those diets. But today we're starting with the United States of America. Now, I know I have a lot of American listeners, and my friends, this one is yours. It's something called the baby food diet, and this is a diet that was apparently started by the celebrity trainer Tracy Anderson, who's apparently from the state of Indiana. This diet is pretty much what the name suggests. You eat baby food. Baby food is basically food for babies, of course. It's real food, but it's pureed and put into a small jar, and it's often quite overpriced for what it actually is. Because a small jar of pureed carrot shouldn't really cost more than a full bag of carrots. But it often does. Anyway, prices aside, there are some rules to this diet. Most notably, you don't only eat baby food. You can actually eat a normal diet, but you replace one or two meals or snacks every day with a jar of baby food. Apparently there are other versions of the diet where you eat something like 14 jars of baby food a day, but let's stick to the one where you eat just one or two as that's the most sensible, and I, I'm using air quotes around sensible. Apparently the diet is more for weight maintenance than weight loss, so when you have lost weight using something like the air diet from last episode, and I am joking by the way, don't try that one, then you use the baby food diet to keep the weight off. So. Does the baby food diet work? And surprisingly, there is some merit in it, yes. These jars are tiny and mainly vegetables and fruit, sometimes with grains and other things. Usually they're around 20 to 100 calories per pot. So if you usually have a mid-afternoon snack of, say, a chocolate bar and a bag of pretzels, which may be around 300 calories, and then you replace that with a jar of baby food, that's going to mean you're cutting around 200 or so calories each day. And then over the week, you may be saving 1,000 calories. If your life is that regimented and you do nothing else but change one big snack to one jar of baby food, then yes, over a few weeks, you'll probably lose weight. But is it necessary? And no, I don't think so. Firstly, you could just eat an apple or a banana for the same effect. Replacing any calorific snack with a lower calorie snack is obviously going to work. Plus, eating an actual piece of fruit is going to save you money, and it may be more satisfying and less depressing. And let's face it, it's probably a lot less strange to eat an apple or a banana instead of baby food during your snack break at work. 
Hello, Jane. What are you eating there? Oh, it's just a jar of baby food, sir. Baby food? I see. Jane, I think it's best if you don't work here anymore. Right, so that's the baby food diet. Time to move on. And next, we land in China. And this one sounds quite savage. It's called the year stapling diet. It's not a traditional diet. Well, I guess none of these are traditional diets, but it's worth talking about nonetheless. Okay, you've probably heard of stomach stapling or gastric banding, and this is where the stomach capacity is reduced by up to 70% to prevent the patient from eating as much food. And of course, stomach stapling is effective. It sounds a bit gruesome, but it is effective. Your stapling is not very similar. The diet, and again, you can't see me, but I am using air quotes, is loosely based on the principles of acupuncture on the year. Now, you've probably heard of acupuncture, which is the Chinese healing therapy that uses these fine needles to stimulate certain points of the body. Essentially, the cartilage of your inner ear is stapled with surgical staples, which is said to stimulate a pressure point that controls appetite and sugar cravings, thus leading to weight loss. Now, unlike traditional acupuncture, these staples are left in place for a few weeks, up to a few months, after which they're then taken out. So it's kind of like having a temporary earring installed solely for the purpose of losing weight. Now, some studies suggest that acupuncture can reduce appetite, although the art of ear stapling hasn't been proven effective for weight loss. There was a Korean study published in 2013 which showed some positive results from ear stapling on weight loss, while an earlier study from 2003 showed that ear stapling could promote weight loss, but, and this is the kicker, only when combined with a 2,000 calorie a day diet and 15 minutes of daily walking. So, yeah, if you can stick to 2,000 calories a day and do a bit of walking, then ear stapling may work for you. My biggest concern is that puncturing the body in this way could lead to serious infection and even permanent disfigurement. And when you think about it in this way, suddenly the baby food diet is looking a little more appealing. Anyway, let's move on to the final diet for today, which is from our friends in Japan. I've talked many times about how Japan is actually a land of some amazing healthy habits, but in part one of this episode, and again, that was episode 15 if you want to go and check it out, I was discussing the peculiar morning banana diet. This time I'm discussing the vision diet, and this is also called the blue vision diet for reasons that are about to become clear. On this diet, you can eat anything you like, but you must do it while wearing glasses with blue tinted lenses. The reasoning here is that most foods look appetizing when in the red and yellow color spectrum. These colors are said to be the most appetizing, and this may explain why many fast food chains use these colors in their logos. McDonald's is the prime example, and others that have red or yellow or both in their logos include Denny's, Arby's, Burger King, Wendy's, and KFC. Luckily, we have a secret weapon to combat all those delicious reds and yellows. It's the color blue. Now, apparently blue is the most unappetizing color. I'm not sure why, but someone should probably tell Domino's Pizza because they have the color blue in their logo. Anyway, apparently wearing blue tinted spectacles will theoretically reduce your desire to eat the foods in front of you because everything becomes blue. 
And there haven't actually been any studies of note that I could find from my, uh, let's face it, minimal research. Although I did find a good article from uh, something called Insider, which I'll link in the description if you want to check it out. The writer, uh, I think Sarah Smith, she studied the glasses by wearing them with her meals. And she basically concluded that the glasses sometimes made her want to eat less, but mainly because they caused her to have a headache and that kind of reduced her appetite. I'm not sure if that was the intended results uh, of the Japanese creator, but I don't know, perhaps they do work uh, in some sense. I, I guess you can always try the Blue Vision diet for yourself. Uh, you can probably buy a pair of blue sunglasses somewhere online. I do wonder what would happen if you combined some of these diets. You know, imagine stapling your year, then tucking into a jar of mushed baby food while wearing some blue tinted sunglasses. Of course, you can also just start practicing healthy habits, such as those we talk about every week on this podcast. Eating slowly, lifting weights, going for more walks, and so on. You don't have to subscribe to a fad diet that you probably won't stick to for more than a few days. Ultimately, weight loss and healthier living doesn't have to be depressing, and that's why I do this podcast. Anyway, I hope this episode has been entertaining and maybe a little informative. Uh, if you have enjoyed it, then please, please do rate me and subscribe. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can via my website. And I'm also on Twitter. I'll put the links in the description. I'll be back soon for another trip around the world. But until next time, thanks for listening.